Hey, this is Kiran Agrawal from the Sparkling Entrepreneur Show, and today we have Beth Mathan with us. Beth is your go-to licensed law senior real estate agent. She has got over five years of experience in real estate. Beth can take the stress out of your real estate transaction with excellent negotiation skills and working strictly to give you a smoother transaction to your new home. Let's welcome our today's guest, Beth Mathan. Beth, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Thank you so much again for being on the show. I'm super well. And uh, with that said, let's begin with the question. My first question to you, Beth, is about something interesting most people don't know about you. Oh, um, let's see. Oh, I don't know. Um, I can speak Italian. It doesn't come in handy very often. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I actually had one Italian client. One of my first uh, clients was actually from Italy, relocated here for a business. So it kind of came in handy. Uh-huh. And how do you know Italian? Like, do you have any ancestors there or how come? Yes. Uh, my great grandfather came from the Calabria region of Italy. Oh, okay. And that's how you know Italian. Got it. And only one client because of the Italian action, like only one client or do you had any more deals because of uh, you speaking Italian? Oh, there's not a lot of Italian um, speaking clients in Mm -hmm. Southeast Indiana. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Understood. And if you can tell us about your entrepreneurial journey, like how did you catch the entrepreneurial bug? What got you started? Uh, We... I had been working on compressor stations and gas and oil since I was 25. And just from working and saving, I decided to start investing in real estate. So we bought, um, my husband and I, we bought our first one back in 2017. And it just spiraled from there. We're now up to 28 Mm -hmm. units, our own that we self-manage and take care of. And it just came from the ability of we did we were working up seven twelves you you know you were constantly it came down to we didn't want to do that forever how are we going to become our own boss mm-hmm. and uh, from being you know life on the road to being able to work how we want so that was where we thought let's let's move to real estate let's see what we can do after that when COVID hit. Um, I came off the road completely, started managing and decided to move into just full-time real estate with buying, selling, managing, all of that. So that's how that started. Yeah. Yeah. So you started your entrepreneurial journey like five years ago from now? Yes. And it started, we just were home. We were between jobs one day. What were we Mm going to do? How are we, you know, you can't work that schedule forever. What were we going to do? We rode around, we saw a house, it was listed at $80,000. We offered them 40 cash. We closed in a few weeks. Uh, We took it from there and it just kind of steamrolled. We never used private lender money. We haven't partnered with anybody. We don't have private investors, no silent partners. It's just us. That's how we wanted to do this. Mm -hmm. Just take it, he and I, you know, go by our own rules. We didn't want to follow necessarily anybody else's rules or how they thought we should invest we wanted to do it on our own that's how we and that's how we still continue it today Uh, i don't have the madness it's if that if that property makes sense to me if i can see it going somewhere that's how we invest and move forward a lot to talk about that after the interview but for now please tell us what is the most important personality trait 
that someone should have to succeed in entrepreneurship or as an in investor or in real estate? Oh, you have to be driven. Uh, I mean, you have to want it. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to have people calling you. You're not going to have uh, clients begging you to list their stuff. And, and if you're not driven to go get it, to get that deal to the closing table, to get that house on the market, you're not going to do it. You're going to just be one of many with your real estate license. You're going to just be another face out there. and You're not going to succeed. So being driven is something you admire the most in an entrepreneur as an entrepreneur. You know, you have to have your reasons, be driven, motivated. You know, mm -hmm. I, I have to, and they're my reason, you know, they're, I mm -hmm. want to give them I had. Uh, mm -hmm. I want to, I want to leave them something and, uh, you know, I just want to see what I can do, see how many transactions I can get, see how many listings I can get, how many clients can I close in a year? You know, I, that's, that's the goal. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what your main goal is like being driven is something you admire the most. And also there should be a reason to be driven right if there is no reason you cannot uh, you you cannot just go for it so no. having a reason is so very important yeah and uh, I, I grew up really poor and so having that fear of i'll never go back you know mm -hmm. every day what am i doing to make money i take stock in what we're doing you know um are the things i own are they making me money or are they a liability and do i need it is it going to help me get to that next step? And if the answer is no, then I don't need it. You know, um, mm -hmm. everything is to secure our future and to push and give the kids a better future. It's, it's, a, totally. it's a big debate. You never want to go back to being broke. You know? <laughs> totally, totally. And uh, now tell us, how did you manage to grow your business? Like, what are your secrets? What are your strategies? Please tell us. Uh, it, it's good to marry into a family where your mother-in-law will tell everybody your name. That, but no, uh, that, yeah. Uh, so I think I've also had a lot of help with that. Yeah, you know, I've had, I do. My husband has been very supportive, and that's a big role. I have a really busy afternoon, and he's got to step in to help. Um, he's been excellent at helping to advertise. You really do have to do that. You have to get yourself out there. Uh, you also need to meet the other agents, the other brokers. You need to go on the broker tour. I don't care. Um, you know, it, it might not seem like something you need to do. You might not have a client looking at that area. You need to go and make sure they know who you are. You have to take your social media and push. You know, you got to get it out there. You're going to have to be uncomfortable. You're going to have to talk to people. Uh, find ways to make sure people know that they can call you for real estate. Mm. It, it really is just getting out there and constantly prospecting if you hate to cold call well then you better figure something out you know uh sending out letters postcards if you really can't cold call maybe a, a for sale by owner then you need to find a way to approach those people mm -hmm. uh, that, that's been a big thing you know just yesterday i got a for sale by owner under contract you they may not know the options. They may have no idea why they need you. Make sure people know why they need you, what you're going to do for them, and get, get out there. That, that's just it. You just have to make sure people know that you're the one to call. You know, If they don't know that you're there doing real estate, if they don't know your number, they can't find you. You're not going to get anywhere. 
Mm-hmm. So being fanatical at prospecting. Yeah. Yes. And, and and from every different aspect, you can't just rely on Facebook ads. You know, you mm. still need to send out a postcard. You need to follow up with your old clients. You need to follow up with somebody who is going to be a client. And again, not just social media, whether it's sending a postcard and it's, you know, getting to know the, the title companies, getting to know, you know, even divorce attorneys in your area, because then they have to sell houses. I mean, you need to just make sure people know who you are. Got it's it. very but you got to do it. Yeah. So being out there is so very important. Mm-hmm. Okay. Understood. So as everybody is dealing with some level of difficulties, right? So Beth, what are your difficulties as a real estate agent or as an investor right now? Uh, well, as an investor, it is now the time to buy. And how are we going to buy? You know, interest rates are a big thing, you know, is now the time not having a lot of multifamilies on the market, which I, we focus more on multifamilies. I don't usually do single family homes. So there's not, there's not a lot of multifamilies on the market. So yesterday I got on the assessor's website. I looked up a bunch of different multifamilies. I found where my out-of-state investors were and I wrote letters last night till nine o'clock at night. They went in the mail today. You know, I've got to find my next investment to keep growing. And if it's not there, if it's not on the MLS, well, I'm going to make it come to me. I'm going to find it. So that that's a struggle. And then how will I fund it? Am I going to try to get a business loan? Is now the time to do that? Can I just maybe find one that's a little disrepair, pay cash? So that, that has the investor side. It's hard. Um, here in Louisiana, from the real estate side, we have new flood policies in effect. That's that's changing the price that some people can afford. We have, um, again, interest rates and a lack of stuff on the market. So that is just challenging. You, you're really pushing yourself to try to reach out to people, get creative to find your clients, the home they want. You are doing a little bit more. Um, you're looking into stuff earlier. You're checking the insurance. Can that insurance policy, can that flood policy work for that client in that area? And if not, then don't even bother and waste anyone's time. Just keep moving. So it's you're definitely pushing. Mm-hmm. Understood. Understood. Now tell us what are your growth plans? Like how are you outcoming those problems? How are you outcoming those difficulties? What are your growth plans? Okay. So for growth, I've recently changed brokerages. Uh, that was it was scary to to start a new with a new broker, but there were opportunities. What's going to happen when I get my broker's license? How can I continue to grow? And having an office and a broker that's supportive of that was really important to me. Um, having a broker that knows my plans, my visions, where I'd like to be, I'd like to go international. And being able to discuss that and grow with her and the president of our board to have that support, that was important. So you have to have a plan. I know where I want to go. I've made the steps. You start the research now. I can't get my broker's license for another two years and some odd months, but you need to start making those steps now. How are you going to get there? You can't just say, well, I'm going to be a broker and I'm going to open a brokerage here. No, how are you going to do that and have that plan to keep it cheap? And that's, again, that's also making contacts overseas where I'd like to see that happen. It's, it's a lot of mm-hmm. uh, getting to know people, joining clubs, um, and a lot of research on how you're going to continue to grow. You know, I know in my first year, I did just under $5 million in sales in Southeast Louisiana. You know, for somebody, that might just be one house in a certain area. But here, that's, so I did just under $5 million. Okay, so second year, we want to see, let's do, let's do 10 plus. You know, can mm-hmm. we double that? 
So having goals is, is, is really important to me. Having goals on how I'm going to grow, how I'm going to push myself. I can't just be happy with one sale a month or it's totally, totally. So being driven is something you admire and being, and you are already a person who is super passionate about what they are doing. So totally, totally. So own brokerage, right? (laughs) Yep. uh, And for some people that may not be it for some people, they may really like the, uh, the things that other bigger companies have to offer, you know, maybe the, the shares mm-hmm. or uh, being able to kind of be on a team. So you need to find what's going to work for you and help you to be the best agent for your clients and, and bring peace to your life. I mean, that's the other thing you, you want to be at peace, you know, at night, if it, so if it doesn't work for you to be a one man show, then you need to find where you can find that peace at, where can you vibe real well? For me, it, is being with a smaller brokerage it's being able to look at my broker and say hey this is what's going on this is what i want for mm-hmm. other people want to be part of a team maybe just be a transaction coordinator step back but that's how they're happy you know you got to find what works for you and find your own peace yeah totally totally so if you had let's say ten thousand dollars extra on your budget okay but where would you like to spend it and why ten thousand yeah Oh, um, from an investor standpoint, 10,000, what could I do to increase the value of a property I was about to sell? I would, mm-hmm. I would probably like that if I had 10,000 and if I changed out something on that property, what about, you know, what would I get back from it? Uh, if it was 10,000 in real estate to market myself, how could I market that the best? What would I do with that? How could I take that 10,000 and make it work for me? Mm-hmm. You know, um, so that's, that's what I would do. It would just depend. And 10,000, you know, it, could I buy a house that's listed at 20 and mm-hmm. give them 10 cash and close in three weeks, take that $20,000 house and then, you know, invest, you know, work on it. Can mm-hmm. I flip that? Can I turn that into a rental? Yeah, if you have cash right now and you have a house that maybe has a tarp on the roof from last hurricane season and they can't sell it, Maybe they're ready. Maybe 10,000. You know, you don't know if you don't ask. Hmm. Who knows? Totally. Understood. Got it. Understood the mindset behind using the 10,000 budget. And uh, now let's move on to the final two questions. The first question of the final two is what is your favorite quotation? Favorite quote, Beth? My favorite quote? Yeah. I don't know. It'd probably be something from Harry Potter. I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, well, you know, another good one, I guess. What is it? They, you know, buy land because they're not making any more of it. I guess for a real estate mm-hmm. aspect, you know, mm-hmm. that's a good one. But one, you know, one that I live by, I don't know. It, it probably wouldn't be suitable to say. I don't know. Just the hell with it. I guess. Just, you know, <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> All the time, you know. Uh, I'm not in this to make friends, you know, I'm just, I'm here mm. to do, so that's, I guess, a pretty big motto that I go, that's, that would be a quote for me. I, you know, I'm not yeah. here to make friends. I'm not here to be Miss Congeniality. So. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> got it. So the first one was by land because they're not going to make more of it. Yeah. And the second one is I'm not here to make friends. Yeah. <laughs> so Final question. 
if you were to write a book about yourself, okay, Beth, what would you like to name it? I guess uh, she overcomes, you know, I, you know, every obstacle that's been in front of me, I have overcome it. So I would probably look at it from that, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like I said, I grew up really poor. It was not an environment that you were set to thrive in. So I could have stayed with that, but I didn't. Um, I pushed myself way out of my comfort zone going to construction and taking on things that I had no idea, but you know, caught on quick, you, you overcome it. Learning to invest in real estate. Uh, I, I bought one house and then I bought a 10 plex. I just jumped in and I, you know, we've overcome every obstacle put in front of us from every aspect. And it just comes from you know, just grit. Just, so I guess it would be something about that, that no matter what I'm going to overcome it, no matter what you put in front of me, there's nothing mm -hmm. I can't sort out. Oh, so, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. So maybe how about unstoppable Beth? Yeah, I, yeah. I think everybody is. Mm -hmm. I, everybody has it in them to be unstoppable. It's, it is good to have some sort of support though. You know, mm -hmm. like I have a hell of a grandma, you know, she's always, no matter what it is, she's always there, you know? So yeah. we're all unstoppable. We just have to dig deep and find it in yourself. And even if you don't have that the support system, you've got yourself. Mm -hmm. Totally. Understood. And any final thoughts? Any final thoughts for the youngsters listening to this podcast? You know, there really isn't anything you can't do. And there's no, there's no path to take. You got to just make your own. Mm -hmm. You can screw start over screw up again, start over again, you know, you just keep going. You'll find your way. You know, it doesn't have to be the way they took it. You don't have to go to college. You can go to trade school. You can be a welder and invest. Mm -hmm. You can, you can be a laborer and invest and just keep doing that. Put that money aside. Oh, and when I did, when I was making really good money at first, uh, just, you know, uh, on, you know, in construction, on when gas and oil was booming and it was, I always lived like I was making that 40 hour a week check and put the rest back, you know, live within your means so that mm. later you grow and then your means grow slowly. Mm. I think you got to save and find it, find out how you're going to save your money. You don't have to invest in, I don't, what Bitcoin, I don't, I don't do that. Mm. You know, <laughs> I invest in something I can put my hands on and, uh, there's multiple ways to go about that too you know uh, as far as real estate there's so many different paths as far as how you're going to invest whether you know it should an rv park a uh, trailer park uh hotel you know there's tons tons of ways just find your way to get it because no one can take it from you mm -hmm. it's not the stock market that's yours you know so that's that's why i like it and uh that was the final message from Beth. So where can the listeners find you, Beth? Are you available on Instagram? I am on Instagram. Um, I'm on Facebook, Beth Mathern, Realtor. Um, uh, uh, let's see. You can always, my, my phone number's on there. My email's on there. You can always email me, call me with any questions. I am licensed in Louisiana and I'm more than happy to talk about investing with anybody from anywhere. 
you know, some things are different depending on your state, but overall just that goal to get there is the same. Totally. So do reach out to her guys. And uh, that was today's episode of the Sparkling Entrepreneur Show. Thank you so much, Beth, for being with us. Thank you. I am your, thank you so much again. I am your host, Kiran Agrar, signing off. You guys have a wonderful day. Bye, guys. Thank you.